Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Super Tuesday, March 3rd, 2020. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. Why do we do this show on fucking Tuesdays? <laughs> <laughs> These are like my Monday night footballs. Uh, by the way, I'm Jared. <laughs> this is Ian? <laughs> every fucking debate, every goddamn important thing happens on Tuesday. Apparently. But hey, at least at least when we're recording during the primary, we can see the delegates get, you know, ticked off as we record and we can talk about it as it happens. So get disregarded and then they just put forth Biden no matter what. Yes. We can see that live. Wait, I need to check something real quick. Our Pennsylvania primary is April twentieth. April twentieth. Hold on. Yeah. Fucking Tuesday. <laughs> well it's always Tuesday. <laughs> Um, we could do the podcast on Monday that week. Negative. A- after seems that that's when that's when actual Monday night football is, Karen. <laughs> There's no football. My this Monday time night year. football <laughs> can't win. Th- Thursday Thursday yeah. could be a winner. I'm open to that. Hey, do you guys want to take a over under on when I go vote on April 28th that I'm standing next to the rod and gun minister guy? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know where you draw the over-under on that. How many people I'm standing behind him from? <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you hadn't guessed it on this podcast, we talk about politics and news and religious nonsense and give our opinions from a secular point of view. Uh, if you want to join in, you can join our Patreon page. And for a low monthly charge, you can join our Discord where we record live on Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Unless Jared gets his way and we move it some other time. <laughs> Or, if you can't do that, you can post something on our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. This week, we will be talking about the Democrats, imagine that, uh, and a group called the Oath Keepers, who are as well-named as the Soaring Eagles of Freedom. Are they still a thing? Apparently. That's funny. Huh. I'm curious if it's the same thing that you've heard about before, or if this is a different one, but uh, maybe we'll find out. Yeah. But first, a quick mention, uh, the CenterForInquiry.org has a webpage. They have joined forces with a group called QuackWatch. It's, it's a webpage about quacks. They note people who do pseudoscientific or pseudo-medical, alternative medical, all sorts of stuff, and they post it on this page. It's called the QuackWatch, and it's now on Center for Inquiry, which is where I get a lot of my news source. So I thought I would mention it because... You could uh, you could check it out. So I'll put that link on the webpage. Did you mention that uh, this week's episode is sponsored by Dr. Jared's coronavirus bleach mouthwash? <laughs> I, I did not. Uh, is that in production? <laughs> yeah, in production by me buying bleach and printing out pictures of myself and scotch taping them to the bottles. <laughs> nice. Well, mouthwash and hand washing lotion. Yeah. Don't worry. Dr. Ian recommends it too. He's on the back of the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of that, let's get right into the coronavirus, uh, because everybody's talking about it, so why shouldn't we? Uh, we're up to 92,861 confirmed cases, most of them on mainland China, 48,272 totally recovered, and 3,162 deaths. So, yeah, it's about where 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 we thought it was going to be, I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean... Uh, it's it's growing in the U.S. We have now what six deaths in the U.S. Six deaths or six cases? Oh no, deaths. Deaths? I, Jesus Christ! Was uh, it yesterday? It was only like one or two. Yeah, it was two. Yeah, one of them was somebody. The six. That, somebody was uh, somebody actually died on February twenty sixth of pneumonia, 
and they went, hey, wait a second, maybe we should test, and oh yeah, coronavirus. <laughs> oh. Yeah. A lot of these cases are all in Washington State, though, for some reason, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah. In go- fact, four four of the deaths were in a old home facility, some sort of I don't know, old folks home. I don't know where what the place actually was, but yeah. four people who were being watched over, and a whole bunch of the cases and people who were quarantined came from the firefighters and emergency responders who came in and helped these people who were then exposed to the virus. Right. This Nine is a, deaths this now, was, by the way. Was this our government-run thing that went in there with no face masks and was like handling people and sharing chicken wings and? <laughs> no, this is just this is just regular. You know, I mean, old age homes have a reasonable number of you know ambulance calls. So these are just people that came into the facility oh, over the okay. last couple of weeks. Not all at the same time, just you know here and there. So they have a whole bunch of people on uh, quarantine, and it's up to nine deaths, by the way. Yeah. So I see. And how but, many confirmed cases in the United States? Uh, what is that? But I think it was forty-eight last I saw. Something? No, it was more, no, it's more than that. Just from that count right there. One hundred and twenty-two, according to the uh, dashboard. There you go. Now a, a good handful of those forty-eight, I think it was. That's the number of forty-eight came from. Were the people that were on the Prince on the cruise ship? Mm. So. So I did want to mention there is an article by Stephen Salzberg who I don't know who that is, but he seems to know what he's talking about. Um, he, Sorry, I didn't do research on him. But there's an article entitled, There Are Better Things to Do Than Panic. And it has a few things about what to do and what not to do. Um, it has uh, some information. The The real key is don't go out and buy up all the masks. If, if you have the, the virus and you're sick, then think about wearing a mask. But if you don't have, you're not sick, don't buy the mask so that the medical people are out of masks. Like, there is a shortage of masks. So uh, don't do that. Just wash your hands and keep your hands away from your face. Those mm. are the two big things you can do. Because uh, the virus d- doesn't live that long outside. So Donald Trump said that we have 42 million masks. It's the best ever. <laughs> he kept talking about the masks. We got 42 million masks. We, nobody's done to 42 million. And I'm like, what about the other 300 fucking million people in the country? <laughs> Where are these that's, 42- a, that's about enough for the healthcare workers in the country. Who are the ones that really need it? Because we need them to stay healthy. Because <laughs> you can't use the same one day after day. You, get, you need a new one every day. And we've got hundreds of thousands of healthcare workers. So 42 million is about what we're going to need for nurses and doctors across the country. Yeah, but he's not He's not implying it that way. He's saying- Of course not. People, I got your masks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's got the mask and the paper towels, and he'll right. just chuck them at you whenever you need them. <laughs> the, I don't know if you guys have been to any pharmaceutical places, but I had the flu, I don't know, several weeks ago, and <gasps> oh, I went in, and they gave me a mask to wear while I was in there so that I didn't contaminate anybody there, and then they gave me a prescription, and I went to get the prescription filled, and the, pharmace- the pharmacy that was right there, uh, yeah, they had a big sign up saying, we're out of masks, so... Don't even ask. And then we went to another pharmacy and they were out of masks as well. So the mask problem is already an issue. Oh, yeah. So if you're you saying I should buy up a bunch of masks and resell them <laughs> on eBay? <laughs> and I got no. extra pictures of you and stickers if you want to use them. You're a profiteer. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> hey, I have a quick question for the three of you. Mm. Have all of you had the flu before? Yes. Yes. Freaking Array, obviously. I've never had the flu. Is that that odd? Because I mentioned it to somebody and they were like, never? I was like, no, never. <laughs> that seems odd. It does. Have, really? Have you ever had a really bad cold that just knocked you down and you felt crappy? 
well, I mean, I've had colds, but not no, none where I just couldn't move. Well, for some people, it doesn't um, affect them that much. I mean, last time I had one, it knocked me down hard. I mean, I was on the sofa for two days with a fever and the whole nine, the whole crazy nonsense. But a lot of times, I've had it in the past, and eh, it's just like a bad cold. I haven't had a cold with a fever or anything like that. That's cold with fever is basically what the flu is. I mean, sometimes some versions of the flu can be worse. If you yeah. get the flu and it affects your digestive tract, you have stomach issues, that mm. can be worse. But like this flu that I said I had a few weeks ago, it was just respiratory flu. It was like a cold and like Some fever. one day I had a fever. It's It really wasn't that bad. It's uh, just- do, do you hear this? Yes. That's me knocking on wood on an atheist podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Superstition, it's important. I like it. Now, here's the thing, Jeff. You've never had the flu, but you get flu shots. I've never had the flu, and I have never had a flu shot. Herd immunity, man. Mm. Thanks, Mm. Jeff. (laughs) I'll get one next year and get the flu for the first time. (laughs) I recently started getting the flu shots. Well. About six years ago, funny enough. Seems (laughs) about right. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, my GP was like, yeah, you should be getting one. Also, Mm -hmm. have you ever had your prostate checked before? And I was like, No. (laughs) <laughs> and he was like guess what we're doing i was like oh no <laughs> yep also something you should do <laughs> i i totally agree with him but your portrayal he, he sounds a little too excited <laughs> <laughs> no he was more matter of fact like uh, okay. you know what we're doing <laughs> came out clean by the way top notch <laughs> all that masturbating helps what <laughs> all right well good Good job. (laughs) Thanks, Ray. I'm working at it every day. (laughs) I have an article from the Huffington Post. A task force of experts assigned. I'm sure everybody has heard at this point that Trump put Pence in charge of the virus outbreaks, which is fantastic the way he handled all the health issues in Indiana previously, which was, uh, what was it, a three-day fast and prayer? Yeah, that'll, that'll help us out. Uh, and there's a there's a video if you want to take a look of Trump saying 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 one thing and immediately being corrected by the people around him. Well, you skipped over the best part of that when I put Mike Ch- Pence in charge because he's got nothing else to do. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> Did he say that? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, guy is a monster. <laughs> one remaining ally, and he's like, "Come here, Mike." Right on your head. <laughs> oh, Mike, Mike knows he's tied to that cinder block. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. As was said before on Discord, there there were things that Trump said, oh, yeah, the the vaccine will be ready in two months. And they're like, n- n- no, like 18 months if it's super rushed. Right. If we were to like figure it out years. today and we haven't. Right. <laughs> right. Well, then he had the brilliant idea. Well, will the flu shot help? Maybe the flu shot. We should give that to people. <laughs> He said this in front of a room full of medical experts, and you could hear somebody in the background going, no. Like, eh. But that's not how it works. I no. also saw an interview with uh, with Azar, the guy who's actually running the show. Not mm. right. Because we all know Trump is just, or uh, Pence is just the go-between, you know. He, don't, he's don't, the stupid filter. Yeah, he just walks in and goes, just keep doing your vaccine shit and don't say bad shit about Trump. All right, I got nothing else to do. I'll see you later. <laughs> and it doesn't evolve. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> That someone was asking Azar if the vaccine would be free, and he was pretty much alluding to the fact that it will not be. Yep. Right. He was like, well, we got to look out for the pharmaceutical companies and blah, blah. And I was like, man, you pieces of shit. How well, much you know, is this thing going to cost? 
Now, where uh, I forget where it was. He worked for industry before. He worked for farm. I don't know. It was a pharmaceutical company, but something health care company related. So his, you know, his ties are to the money side. And the GOP, read Mitch McConnell, is now blocking a coronavirus bill that would limit how much drug makers can charge for the vaccine. God, he is pure evil, that man. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was a pharmaceutical lobbyist and former drug company executive. Oh, well, seems like the perfect expert being charged is. Sure. If you want to make money. His motivations are pure. I know people are dying, but can we think about the poor pharmaceutical companies? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to incentivize them to do the right thing by giving them cash. Otherwise, they're just not going to work on it. I hope the ghost of oh. Jonas Salk haunts all of them. <laughs> <laughs> he says as an, on an atheist podcast. <laughs> yeah. Again. <laughs> <laughs> the other story that I wanted to mention uh, about religion specifically. Oh, God damn it. He's from Johnstown. I'm sorry. He's from Pennsylvania. Who are you talking about? Azar. What? Oh, okay. Sorry. So uh, another thing involving a religion, South Korea, they were preparing for the coronavirus, and I might have to find this on another webpage because this webpage just gave me a complete ad block. But in any case, there's a religious group in South Korea Mm -hmm. that is – it's a straight-up cult. Their leader believes he is the second coming of Jesus – they are secretive. They don't share with other people that they are members. Like, they're very, very self-contained, very cultish. Uh, Sounds like out- they should be moving to my neck of the woods anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Um, the, the, one of the people who got infected with COVID-19 was a member of theirs, and they believe that sickness comes from sin. So when you get sick, they put you in... Your own special corner of the church, hmm. so that apparently you can share your sin with everybody else uh, that is in that section of the church. And yeah, the the last like thousand cases of the coronavirus in South Korea have been coming from this cult or people associated with people who are in the cult. Yeah. They had it completely under control, and then this cult just exploded with the number of cases. And of course, when they leave church, they all spread out amongst the community, so that that's right. helpful. That's and they do don't they? share. I thought they were in a cult. It's a Christian cult, though, so they actually live among the you know the regular community. Uh, they don't live in an enclave. Okay, they're allowed to commiserate with us normies. Yeah. <laughs> when they when they're asked how many people are in your cult, who are they? They they won't tell. So there's no way of confining or quarantining so yeah so that's the other side of the coin i mean some people are panicking some people are in denial these people are in well either you know just these people are in religious denial but denial of any sort is also not helpful as a reaction to this people should be concerned panic doesn't help but this doesn't help either i mean denial it, you know you're only making it worse i freaked out in walmart the other day a little bit of freak out is not necessarily a bad thing. This is this is actually uh, dangerous, but just a little bit of freak out and then deal with it. <laughs> Luckily, a week before that, though, I learned the wonders of Instacart. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, that is such a treat. <laughs> oh, the end of grocery shopping. Yeah, it is a treat, except when they tell you they're coming at 7.15 at night and you're preparing. And then at 11 o'clock, you get a message saying, hey, we're going to be there in three days. <laughs> oh, wow. That is never... Yeah, I've never had that, but I have since abandoned that program for any of the places that just offered to go. Yeah, I hear that. I hear at Walmart, they'll walk right out to your car and put it in your car. They they will. Well, I've never gotten to Walmart, but they do that here at Giant Foods, and that's good enough for me. Hmm. 
So thanks, Jeff. I will update that link with what you sent me from Business Insider. That doesn't look like there's a paywall on it. So uh, the other thing about the coronavirus, I'm sure everybody is going to be very happy that uh, Trump has donated. Has it? He has it. <laughs> oh, sorry not quite uh, he has donated his check this year oh, God. generous donation of one hundred thousand dollars to help offset the coronavirus here in the u.s i'm sure that will completely offset the 167 million dollars from the health preparedness and response that he has asked congress mm-hmm. to decline the 175 million dollars from the cdc and the three billion dollars that he wants to pull from the national institutes of health wow I'm what sure about that the millions we paid him dollars what about the millions fantastic. we've given to him for staying at his golf courses and putting right. up secret service and blah right. blah 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 but i saw that on facebook uh, what a one match. of the one of the Trumpers that I know posted that, look what Trump's doing. He's giving his salary to help people with the virus. $100,000. <sighs> yeah, that's our money, asshole. <laughs> Go yep. ahead. How about you stop going on golf trips and just give all that money to them? Yeah, what does one trip to Mar-a-Lago cost us? Millions? Like two point something million? Something like that. Yeah. You fucking morons. You fucking sheep. I fucking hate every one of you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm really mad about <laughs> Biden. <laughs> oh, about Biden winning? Okay. I'm sorry, did I derail the whole show? <laughs> or are sorry, you expecting me to keep going? I didn't expect <laughs> I didn't expect that sentence to end in Biden. It threw me off. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know we're gonna have four more years of Trump now. <laughs> uh something wrong with Biden? I don't I don't know what's wrong with Biden. I mean, just because he can't string two sentences together that make sense. I <laughs> He forgot that he was talking to Chris Wallace and called him Chuck Todd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, I don't care about the kid sniffing. That's he, He's an yeah. old man. That's, he's, whatever. He's Uncle Bad Touch. That's fine. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Uh, so, yeah, as we mentioned, uh, moving into the more Trump stuff, Pence doesn't believe in evolution, doesn't believe that smoking causes cancer, or at least, he, you know, he sided with the lobbyists in that case, uh, addressed the, an HIV epidemic in Indiana by do, trying to pray it away. So, of oh, course, more than he's that, leading the task force. Right. More than that, he also um, de- made sure that, it, that people that um, could not get access to needles. Right. Needles are bad. Right. It only encourages bad behavior. So you have to take them away from them. Also, I think that these conservative dipshits think that when you say you're handing out needles, that you're just randomly handing out needles to people to encourage them to do drugs. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I saw something where they're like, yeah, why don't you hand out this instead of fucking needles in New York? So I'm like, what do you think? They're giving them the five-year-olds? Here, have some hypodermic needles on your way out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, at least they would be clean. I- <laughs> yeah. Speak- I mean, I- I- this is just This is kind of on tangent with this, but- I want to bring this up. You guys know how much I hate Pete Buttigieg, right? <laughs> it's pretty well known on this show that I fucking hate that guy. That's all. Anyway, sure, yes. No, I, I, you want me to no, go down no, no, the no, list, no, Karen? I'll no, let no, you know. No, no. <laughs> all right. The other day, I see on the Milford Borough page um, uh, an article from I don't know, like USA Today or something like that, that Mayor Pete at one of his rallies ran into a nine-year-old kid who felt that since Pete was out and running for president, that he could come out as gay. And it was a nice heartwarming story. And um, they're like, because Pete was gay, this kid felt okay and everything like that. And, of course, the guy in the Milford Borough page comes up. See, they can't make their own, so they recruit them. <gasps> and then one other guy comments and goes, you know, I'm all for being gay, but that's just wrong. What? <laughs> and 
my fingers lit on fucking fire. I wanted to get to be like, you are a tremendous douchebag. And I hate people to change. <laughs> I just cannot believe the, the amount of gay jokes that come out about him from that side is astounding. It's astounding that they think they can do it in a public forum. Well, sure. There's like, no not consequences. Just, not, just the, not just the Milford Borough page. Like, people I know just post on their page. They're like, Pete takes it in the butt or something stupid. You know, it's like, okay, man, that's weird. <laughs> Fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> but you're voting for him. Oh, yeah. I'll vote for him. Yep. Yeah. I mean, even if he is not quite all there mentally, he's still 10,000 times better than Trump. Right. Because Trump's not there mentally and an asshole and a greedy narcissist. Like, it just keeps piling on. Listen, I can talk shit about Joe right up to the day that he's the fucking nominee. <laughs> All right? So, I think it was Trump tweeted a few days ago. And I went and tried to find it, but he's, he's been tweet storming recently. I couldn't find it anywhere. He said something about how if Biden was president, then his cabinet would actually run the government. And I'm like, um, okay? <laughs> yeah, the way Yay. it's supposed to work? Yeah. <laughs> a figurehead president. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Whatever. So, so Donald actually thinks he's in charge of shit? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a cult of personality. Remember, he's a dictator. I feel like he's got like a set like a baby toys in front of him and he just hits buttons and they're like, yeah, you just bombed the country. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Donald Trump Jr. Uh. saying that the Democrats want the coronavirus to wipe out millions of people just so Trump looks bad? Oh, my yeah. God. Talk about projection. And then you see Pence also being asked about this and being asked about Trump Jr. And him saying, well, it's understandable. You know, I understand where he's coming from. He's completely trying to justify the the statement. He's not going to go against the Trump family. That's suicide. He will no longer be the vice presidential candidate. (laughs) Right. It's just another example of, yeah, he's he's tied to that cinder block. He knows it. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, I've got a couple stories here um, about Modi um, in India, mm. and I don't know how much we want to get into this. Um, to be honest, John Oliver covered it last week fairly well, but in any case, Trump went to India, he talked with Modi, he messed up half of the Indian words <laughs> oh, that, that was he tried to say. That was beautiful to listen to. <laughs> uh, it was painful. I, I don't... I see, Karen, you said beautiful. I can't stand it. I just... <laughs> It's painful. It's it just, gives me just, those Kai Doni Don feels. <laughs> <laughs> and he called him the father of India. That title is already taken. Yeah. And it's not yours to give. In any case, he it was horrendous in my opinion. But he completely supports Modi, which is not too surprising hmm. considering the things that Modi is trying to do. Just in case you don't know, the current prime minister... Narendra Modi is trying to eliminate all Muslims from India. Now, why do I say it so dramatically is because they've come out with a couple laws they're trying to to push forward. One of them makes it so that everybody has to re-register as a citizen. If you you have to provide paperwork or you will not be counted as a citizen of your country. No matter how long you've lived there, it doesn't matter. So this completely targets people who are illiterate or who are impoverished, um, who cannot afford this as much, right? Or just don't have paperwork. But then they came out with another law saying, don't worry, we've made this other law. All you have to do to get paperwork, it, it provides complete a complete sh- secure path to get citizenship as long as you are a resident and you are Hindu 
Buddhist, Christian, Sikh, and something else. I can't remember. Notice Muslims weren't on that list. Yeah. So specifically excluding anyone who is Muslim, you'll be able to get your citizenship, no problem. And then we can address, we can address the Ill- illegal alien invaders that are in our country. It's kind of comforting to know that the United States is not the only Muslim-hating country. <laughs> <laughs> like, also China, India. Like, I've, there's just a lot of Muslim hate going around. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there really is. Now, granted, I don't like Islam, but fucking with the Muslim people like this is just horrible. Well, I don't want to see people, you know, I mean, whatever they're do- what they were doing in China was horrendous. Still doing, to these, yeah, yeah. To these, to these people. I mean, like, and who knows what Modi's going to do? Well, um, that, it, this is just step one. Yeah, right. This is step one. You know, and it seems like, oh, it's well, you know, it must have been an oversight, or you know, it's, he's not killing them. But then next it'll be, yeah, we can kill them too. Well, yeah, they, I mean, they're already building concentration camps. They literally they're building camps to house the quote unquote illegals, the illegal the, the people that they're making illegal who are residing in their country. Right, and there have been um, riots. And a bunch of people are getting killed. Oh. Yeah. Well, good on him for stepping it up. Yeah. Yeah. This is a weird time, man. It just seems like we keep slipping farther and farther back to like- Dark ages? Yeah. Like shit that you just (laughs) wouldn't believe anymore. You'd be like, what? Right. Yeah. The corruption is super out in the open. I think that's what makes it scary. Mm. And I think just a little bit, not really to this story, but I I had read- Perhaps yesterday, Tim Cook came out and said that India used to have a law that said Apple, if Apple wanted to be in uh, India, they had to come in through third party vendors so that they couldn't create the monopoly that they like to create. Mm. And Trump went over there and said, nope, let him in. And that Apple absolutely no longer has to uh, adhere to the third party vendor rule and can distribute their phones and devices in India. Hmm. See, I knew if you used Apple devices, you were a Trump supporter. <laughs> <laughs> those those fighter, fighting words. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Hey, as Grinch said, Hindu nationalism is its a surprise when Gandhi explicitly advised against it, which is true. Gandhi advised against it, and I can't remember the other guy's name, but he was the like uh, another the person who was like, one of the founders of modern India, they have completely advise that the government needs to remain secular. Sure. Well, the, the American constitution, there's a long history of people in the past l- learning these errors already and writing things down and us just going, we, nope, not going to do that anymore. That's no yeah. fun. We don't like and, Muslims. And another thing that Modi is doing is the guy whose name I can't remember. And I'm really embarrassed by this now because Modi is removing that guy's name from the history books. He's literally removing part of Indian history already. I mean, this was – it's within our lifetimes. Gandhi and this guy – I mean, this wasn't that long ago. (laughs) But he's a nice, sweet old man. (laughs) Uh Yeah. He likes to hug. Did you see the pictures of him hugging everybody? Modi's a hugger. That's disturbing. You know, good on John Oliver, too, because I got to be honest with you. I had no idea about anything that was going on over there in, in India. And the most shocking thing from that report was Bear Grylls squeezing an elephant turd into his mouth? What the <laughs> fuck? That was disturbing. Yes. What is up with that guy? <laughs> yeah, that, that was disturbing. Uh, and you mentioned John Oliver. And again, if you want all the details, John Oliver covers it very well uh, last week tonight. Uh, but last week's last week tonight, 
But if you're in India, I'm sorry, the local Disney platform is not being allowed to air it. The Indian government is stopping Last Week Tonight from being watched in India. Huh. Wow. That's how accurate it is. So, yeah. I don't think, th- I can't blame Disney for that. I know that, uh, you know, we have a, a new worker in Disney here listening to us. <laughs> but uh, it's not Disney's that What is Disney's connection to HBO? I have no idea. Apparently they uh, they host or they provide it, they stream it. I don't know. But yeah. I didn't know if on the slide they bought it this afternoon. Well, okay. I wouldn't be that surprised. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't be su- surprised. I did not hear that. So, all right. Do we have anything? Uh, well, I guess I've got this on Trump. This is still on Trump. There's a website, and I will, before anybody clicks on this link, if, if I'm not too late, it's uh, my ad blocker has blocked more than 3,600 ads on this website. So I'm just saying, free warning here. <laughs> wow. Tread cautiously. Yeah. But um, there's a guy named Benjamin L. Corey who wrote an article, Could American Evangelicals Spot the Antichrist? <laughs> and it is an article that uh, has many quotes from the Bible. And I just want to go through some of them real quick here. So it has a, a quote. Uh, uh, these are all about the Antichrist from Revelation, from Daniel. The one is the fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdoms and shall devour the whole earth and shall tread down and break it into pieces. So it's taking quotes from the Bible and it's saying, well, what could these be talking about? What could these things actually be referring to? And this guy is a theologian, so he knows his Bible. So he starts describing the Antichrist. The Antichrist will be a man who is exceptionally arrogant and will be known for giving boastful speeches. Hmm. It will be someone known for making a lot of public threats against people. Hmm. It will come among... Seven tall hills that each act as a head. And he then puts on that uh, there's Trump Tower in New York City, Chicago, Istanbul, Toronto, New York, Sunny, Isles Beach, and Manila. There are seven Trump Towers. Uh, he says the Antichrist will cause people all over to all over the globe to be filled with wonder and follow him. Mm-hmm. Uh, will be a political outsider with a despic- despicable character and contemptuous personality. Hmm. Will be uh, will give speeches where he speaks of great things and about things that are even greater to come. Uh, will be in collusion with a secret alliance whose disinformation help him become leader. QAnon. Russia. <laughs> will seem like a miracle, tricking people to follow uh, Satan instead of God. Will immediately find way to make himself and his friends richer. Hmm. will reveal that his heart wants to make alterations to the appointed times that are in the current laws. Um, and it refers, it, he then refers to Trump saying, jokingly talking about serving more than two terms. The Antichrist will make fake news popular and will be a chronic liar. In, in Daniel, it says he will cause deceit to prosper and he will consider himself superior and will use evil deception to fool those on their way to destruction. And how are they going to twist this that it's all Hillary Clinton? <laughs> I, I don't know. I actually sent this article to uh, the religious fundamentalist that I know, uh, the young earther. Uh, now, granted, he is not a fan of Trump, so I don't think he'll twist it. But he also hates Hillary. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. 
Uh, the one thing in Revelation says that it was given to him a mouth speaking of great things and blasphemous words. It says it basically that you would be able to spot the Antichrist because even though he's followed by Christians, uh, his arrogant public speech, he will boast of great things, but he will also use God's name as a curse in his speech, which he has done. was the one thing that a lot of Christians didn't like. Mm. Hit a little oh, too close to saying, home. Because he kept saying, God damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He will be su- strongly supported by Christians as though they were willfully blind and outright delusional. This is all shit straight from the Bible? Yes. Uh, yeah. it, there are quotes from the Bible for each one of these. Right. Damn. Uh, he will be- This s- is someone's interpretation that of is quotes true. from the Bible, Jared. This yes. is not straight from the Bible. Oh, this is not this verbatim. Is, okay. not verbatim. So, no, this is all about Nero. The Bible is bullshit and cannot predict the future. Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm not, trust me, I'm not signing up and being like, wow, that is super accurate. <laughs> well, I mean, the, 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 like Daniel 11.25, the one I think we're on, is he will stir up his strength and courage against the king of the south. Daniel 11.25. Stir up his strength and courage against the king of the south. Out of an ongoing feud with the leadership of the nation on his southern border. Meh, okay. <laughs> so He's, he does have in here the quotes from the Bible, right. and then he has his interpretation and then he describes how that interpretation can be applied to Trump. And it's like, it goes on and on and on. And it is, it's really interesting seeing this from a Christian perspective. One of the ones I love is from Re- Revelation 13. And they received a mark on their right hand and on their foreheads. <laughs> that the most devout followers will wear the sign of their allegiance to him on their foreheads. Oh, the hat. <laughs> <laughs> so... These are obviously stretches, and Ian is absolutely correct. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the same kind of interpretation based on things that you know, and you're trying to square the circle. You're trying to make these predictions be what's happening right now, because those are the things you know. I disagree. It's fucking airtight, and I'm a Christian now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the same way that Nostradamus is – popular oh, people because you can, he wrote everything down all the possibilities you just find the one that you want and it make it fit same in the bible i have seen people do some fucking gymnastics though to get his shit to sound right sure but i, I think it's an interesting if you have an you know a conversation with an evangelical this is an interesting direction to take it <laughs> yeah but again they willfully will believe anything and someone will go oh that sounds a lot like bill clinton oh that sounds like joe biden <laughs> oh those clintons <laughs> Yeah, it depends on what you because want. Because all the things that we know Trump is doing, they think our people are doing. But the, the Antichrist, as the one of the foundational, fundamental pieces of it, though, has to actually be the leader of a nation. It's not the person that lost. It's the leader. Oh, wait. I forgot the biggest one. Barack Obama. Got it. <laughs> well, it, it didn't happen. He's already retired. So move along. <laughs> oh, but he's going to have that Netflix show. <laughs> That's going to get to a lot of people. Netflix is turning kids gay. He had his chance. If he was the Antichrist, he would have taken over during those eight years that he was in charge. It's Trump. Karen, just keep your door locked because he's still coming for raised guns. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just I just want to be clear. It, it's not Trump because it is uh, – we're talking about the Antichrist and the Antichrist isn't a thing just like Christ wasn't a thing. I'm just – you know, just to clarify. Just sure. To I mean, just as a point of out. argument though. Right. With, a, with, a, with an evangelical. A lot of fun. Probably Trump. <laughs> Yeah, it it really, really is. I'm very curious what the young Earther that I know is going to get back. And I keep saying the young Earther. 
I know for a fact that he listens to some of these podcasts. So, you know, sorry, Tim. But <laughs> what's funny is when you say it, I picture a young kid. Yeah, yeah you say he's, he's, he's not a young kid, but he's a he's a, he's a so he's a curious young earther, a bicurious young earther. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, you no. just lost him now, Karen. Sorry, yeah. nice going. All right, curious young earther. <laughs> it's time to cancel Karen. <laughs> <laughs> you can go Sorry. right up there with uh, what's his name? Just got fired, uh, Chris Matthews. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I heard he retired. <laughs> <laughs> I guess equating Bernie Sanders winning a, <laughs> a state to the Nazis taking over France, not a good idea. No. <laughs> what are you thinking? Yeah. Not it's that I care. He's idea. annoying. But. He got a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's very true. Um, oh, and that is the other thing. Jeff put on Discord, let him who hath understanding reckon the number of the beast, for it is a human number. Its number is 666, uh, which is a quote from Revelation and also from Number of the Beast, the Iron Maiden song. But uh, mm. I did also want to mention in that article, the one thing it talked about was the fact that Jared Kushner's property was hmm. uh, 666 Fifth Avenue. Just, you know, just throwing it out there. Sure. Number of the Beast. Which he lost money on. A yeah, lot of did. money. What, what, they, what, what don't they lose money on? Mm. I know. The great Jared Kushner, the smart Jared Kushner bought that in 2006, right when the real estate market bottomed out. But he's a smart guy. He's in charge of a lot of shit. He's going to bring peace to the Middle East. <sighs> Man, he got that. He got it all. <laughs> I, How much I are we give, paying him? I will give credit where credit is due. Jeff does point out they, they don't lose money on Mar-a-Lago trips because the government's <laughs> paying for all of it. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. So uh, we successfully converted Jared, jokingly, with the Antichrist talk. How about Roger Stone? Huh? He came out and said that he has taken Jesus Christ as his personal savior. It gives him enormous strength and solace because he knows that Jesus is in my heart. What's your angle, Roger? Exactly. What, what is the angle? Well, what are you getting at? You're not getting Trump on your side with that. He's already got Trump on his side. This is to win public support. Mm. So that way, when his conviction is overturned, they're like, oh, it's fine. He found he found God. He's a good He's man, already though. repented. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even Stone said it. Christians believe deeply in redemption and they believe in evolution, which is not necessarily true. But he says it's not whether or not you've sinned. We've all sinned. Uh, it's it's what's in your heart today. That's important. <laughs> hmm. What a coincidence. Yeah. What timing. Yeah. Just oh, like Bloomberg saying, hey, I'm sorry you guys felt bad about stop and frisk. Hey, in two weeks, I'm going to be running for president. <laughs> do they, but in all honesty, do people, like, I always wonder when they hear shit like this, because you'll find Trump supporters who defend Roger Stone, right? Sure. Yeah. Do they actually believe this, or do they go, oh, Roger's given me a great excuse to let him off the hook now? Like, just as a regular person to defend him and be like, no, he's fine. He repented. But in their heart, they know, oh, God, thank God he said that because now I can use that instead of just, I don't know, coming up with some other dumbass excuse. I, yeah, I, True I, believers I, truly believe. I don't believe that. I, I don't I don't understand how people can follow Trump, so I can't extend it to the next absurdity. <laughs> well, I, did I tell you guys that I listened to Malcolm Nance on uh, a little Al Franken's podcast? Mm -mm. No. I, I, maybe I was telling my other friends. Uh, my non-podcast friends. <laughs> Did you know who Mal you know who Malcolm Nance is, right? Doesn't sound familiar. 
Not someone I've heard of. He is, uh, he's routinely on MSNBC. He used to be in the CIA. He ran up a bunch of things. He wrote the book called Russia is Trying to Hack Our Election in 2015 before anybody knew about this. Hmm. He also told Miley he was going to fucking bitch slap him on Bill Maher <laughs> that one time. And he knows a lot about Russian compromise and all that shit like that. And he laid out a fucking story on how this all unfolded with Putin and Trump. And it's insane. And how, like, uh, yes, that's Malcolm Mance mm. right there. Uh, how, like, the CIA will look at you if you're a public figure and you don't say shit for a while about something and then you go do a trip to Russia to do like a Miss Universe contest and then come back and start towing the line for Putin mm. like they look into you for sure. shit like that but that's even besides the point when he, they started talking about the Trump supporters and um, Nance was like this is like you can't even say that these people are fucking crazy he's like they are fucking brainwashed and this is how you do it mm. right you put them in a room you don't let them out you don't let any information out exactly what we do with all but he goes they've just taken it onto a digital platform they are fucking brainwashed so no matter what you say doesn't matter mm. you're not gonna so, change their minds yeah right so i don't even know why roger stone would fucking make this fucking dumbass movie he could come out and be like yeah i fucking did it so what and they'd be like well trump likes you so i guess you're good hmm. as far as public sentiment goes you know, but it's, they say, he said it's brainwashing. I said, you should all listen to it. Mm. It was fucking scary. Just uh, look up Al Franken's podcast and um, just look for the Malcolm Nance one. It was a couple weeks ago. Interesting. Yeah, now that you, you mentioned who he is, I do remember seeing him on, on you know, some of the interviews on, like, CNN and whatnot. Seems like a guy who knows what he's talking about. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Granted, he's got another book coming out, but, mm. you know. Sure. He, he, he did say, he's like, look, I was telling you about this shit long before it was a thing. This is Fox News is now the compromiser. Hmm. Interesting. Well, it's Facebook. It's it's all these fucking things. And it's, it's just insane. Hmm. All right. Do, does anybody have anything else on Trump? That's the last thing that I got on Trump. God, I had. Uh, fuck, yeah, what was it? Jared hates him. Jared. Yes. What are the chances that he dumps Pence and picks up Haley as his vice president in 2020? Mm. Mm, I would have said prior with uh the Mueller report and the other uh the impeachment stuff that there was a good chance mm -hmm. if Pence needed to get out from under it but since he's in the clear I say no chance. Okay. Well, what if um the coronavirus continues to get worse despite the fact that, that Pence is in charge of the blame the Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> or you could blame <laughs> Pence and oust him and make him the fall guy. Yeah, but why does Trump want Pence out? He doesn't want Pence out, you know, off the leash. Well, he's a route to the evangelical, evangelical, so yeah, probably not. Dude, he got him already. It doesn't matter if Pence, yeah. if, if all Trump has to say is Pence is a bad guy. By the way, I don't even think he's a real Christian. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Really? <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's done. Hmm. <laughs> he put fucking Ivanka in there. They'll justify it. Oh, she's so plastic. Oh, what was my Trump-related thing? I can't remember. I don't know, but I wanted to talk about the pro the Democratic primary, if you had that in there. Yeah, that is my next thing. Um, okay. I did want to mention that we are down to five. I don't know why there's still five. Yeah, why the hell is Gabbard still in? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, exactly. If you, All right, if you so Gabbard is crazy. Mm. Yes. Bloomberg has a ton of money, mm. and they have to let Warren and Sanders stay so that it looks like a race. Like, <laughs> corruption on the Democratic side isn't as in the open as in the Republican side. Like sure. I, um, you have to keep go ahead. illusion that there's something going on. Like no matter how many de delegates Bernie Sanders gets, 
they're going to claim it's a contested mm. convention and they're going to shift the delegates over to Biden. I don't know if I subscribe to that theory because how does Bloomberg fit into that? They can't tell him what to do. He's just a wild no, card. No, he's, he's not. He's not a real candidate. You don't I, think he really wants to win? What do you, I mean, all he, he's he doing- wants to protect his fortune in the event that right. But he's sucking uh, votes away from Joe Biden. Not not a lot, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, well, actually, not really. Does anybody has anybody the, yeah, seen the any DNC numbers? has no power over him? They can't force him out the way they forced out Klobuchar and Buttigieg, right? Because he's got his own cash, right? I mean, it seems it seems clear to me that Klobuchar and Buttigieg are out, and they're both ready to endorse Biden. So it shifts all the moderate weight over to Biden, so that he can make a clear, Correct. clean victory. Right. Uh, if not just tonight, but in the future as well. I right. Mean, when, when when he won in South Carolina. He called it. He called up. He probably called up uh, uh, Tulsi Gabbard too, and been like, "Okay, what position do you want? If you drop out now, you'll get it." And I'm telling you, it's going to be a Pete Buttigieg VP without a fucking doubt. Hmm. It's totally possible. I would be strongly okay with that. Oh my god! Why <laughs> have you not been listening to me? Ah. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what what's the other alternative. Assuming that you don't believe the fix is in. Uh, well, wait a minute. Like, I don't think that the DNC forced them out. I really do think that. Like, uh, uh, just hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm ready. I'm okay. Sorry. Open minded. Cl- Klobuchar, I'm back on the show. <laughs> you know, had her little bump there for a little bit, and then realized, oh, that's right. I'm a nobody, <laughs> and I only talk about the Midwest, and that's it. And came in really disappointingly low in South Carolina and in those other states, too, except for the one that she came in third. I mean, third was the highest she ever got. So she was right. – that was a done deal. Pete, on the other hand, had a good showing and fucking screwed the pooch as well and probably was like, I can't make any ways with black people, but Joe can. So they both know they're on the chopping block. Even so- even right now, having dropped out, Pete Buttigieg is still third in number of delegates. Mm. Right. It makes – no sense for him to drop out before Super Tuesday, unless Correct. he's got something promised to him from Joe Biden. Now, again, maybe it's, Bi- it's Biden and the DNC going to him. I don't know. But after what they did last time, I don't know if they're like – I mean, I know they're actively working against Bernie Sanders, but that's really actively working against him. Yeah, that's going to backfire if they actually did that. Holy crap. You know, but I mean, this happens all the time. I'm sure Biden called him up, said, Pete. What do you want? You want Secretary of State? You want fucking this? You want my VP? You know, Pete brings a lot of votes to him. So does Amy. And they both, I mean, the the fact that they drop out before Super Tuesday is fucking insane. Yeah. Fucking insane. I mean, really, I don't see what reason you would have to drop out except to unite under one person so that yeah, that and, one person can get all the delegates. Mm. And honestly, I mean, listen, I like Elizabeth Warren, uh, you know. As do I. Yeah, me too. You know, despite some of the mishaps that she made along the way, and she, you know, she screwed her campaign up a little bit, in my opinion. I don't know why she's not getting out of Bernie's way either. You she know, needs to join forces with him. Yeah, she really she does. Needs, I mean, it's like she needs the biggest fucking miracle in the world to happen tonight for her to stay in. It's California miracle. Yeah, and she's not getting it. She's not getting Massachusetts, which is where she's from. Right. Yeah. I so. mean, she you went to the center too quick, and that Medicare plan not so good. You know, so Jesus, you know, unless she, listen, I almost, you know what made me donate 10 more dollars to fucking Bernie today? I scrolling down the news, Beto O'Rourke comes out for fucking Biden? Yeah. Are you fucking shitting me? Like, do I mean, these are the big progressives that we're supposed to have? I mean, 
It's killed me. I have also hated Beto, if you remember. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Having said all that, I will vote for any of them. <laughs> I'll vote for Gabbard if she fucking wins tonight. I would have a hard time doing that, and then I would do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, Ray. I would I would feel horrible about it, and then I would go home, and I would tune my crystals. <laughs> I would feng shui my furniture, and I would take care of all my ailments with a psychic scream. <laughs> I mean, and listen, if it is a Biden Buttigieg ticket, I will be there early in the morning and vote just like it did. I just will not be super excited about it. I will not be doing it begrudgingly. I need we need to stop Trump no matter what. Not that it will uh, stop I, Trump, but we at least have to I, try. I don't think a Biden Buttigieg thing will win. To be, no. Or are you ready for Hey, Biden and Buttigieg got the majority of the vote, but they lost the electoral again. Right. Sorry, guys. Right. The Biden-Buttigieg ticket is the same ticket that put Trump into power in the first place. Well, maybe slightly better. At least Buttigieg has got some name recognition. I mean, who the fuck was Tim Kaine? Mm. Out of <laughs> nowhere, fucking cracker-ass honky <laughs> from Virginia. <laughs> he was white, white bread. Uh, but the, the so, thing is, though, they usually don't pick somebody that they have been um, campaigning against to be their um, vice presidential candidate. Right. So, uh, Obama did. Yeah, but it's not. Oh, yeah. Biden Biden was there briefly. Briefly. Yeah. yeah hey, just nope. so you know, this is the first state Biden has ever won in a presidential campaign <laughs> was South Carolina. First one ever in 30 years. Uh, and I know we've talked about this, but oh, the narrative, every – MSNBC or CNN article, he crushed it in South Carolina. His total domination of South Carolina. And I was like, stop. Yeah. Just stop. Dude, they were calling it for Biden with like 2% in. And when Bernie had 2% in, they're like, I think when they had like 50 to 60, they're like, we're not ready to call it yet. <laughs> On Bernie. Well, something else might happen. I mean, the the rhetoric that comes out of their mouth. So. How do we beat Bernie Sanders? How do you stop Bernie? I'm like, people want this motherfucker. And you're like, yeah. we got to stop him. <laughs> like, dude, I mean, listen, out of you three, who do you think stands a better chance against Trump? Because I hear a lot of people saying that they just don't think Bernie can beat Trump. Oh, he can absolutely beat Trump. Yeah, I don't see any reason why Warren, Sanders, even Biden have, have any reason to worry about beating Trump. See, I think Biden could get fucking schooled in those debates. It, he gets flushed real easily lately. Could yes, because that's exactly right. He it seems like every third sentence he says something that he didn't mean to say, and he's just not keeping things straight. He needs to get some some nights off. He needs to get some rest. Sleep. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting holidays. Uh, well, Easter's coming up. Maybe you can get some Easter days off. But you know what? Then again, debates don't mean shit because Hillary Clinton clearly won all three of those debates, and it didn't mean anything. Right. Yeah, that's true. The one thing that I would say is, at least with Buttigieg and Klobuchar dropping out, they had actual votes that they were shifting to somebody. Like, Gabbard doesn't even have that. What the fuck is the point of her still running? She doesn't even have... Her endorsing somebody, people are going to go, yeah, whatever. Like, Please don't endorse me, you crazy bitch. The, the two dozen people <laughs> yeah, my who, favorite... who you've got, I can do without them. It's okay. <laughs> right. My favorite part about her still running that... I don't fully understand is there were so many, so many, <laughs> like every single one of them, more qualified potential candidates that ran out of money. Right. I was like, how does she sell money? 
She's not spending Republicans. <laughs> she does yeah, because she's Republican. Yeah. Keeping her afloat. Yeah. She has a yeah, I'm very listen, I'm shocked Klobuchar was in there longer than Cory Booker and Kamala Harris. Yeah. Yeah. And Tulsi Gabbard actually has one delegate. I be- I believe it was from Guam. <laughs> <laughs> she's got one. Uh, <laughs> did they catch a side making that vote? <laughs> did he show up? With the sunglasses on, he dropped it in for her. <laughs> yeah, Buttigieg has 26 and dropped out. Yeah, but he had 26 from Iowa, Iowa. and New Hampshire. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he dropped out on the eve of the biggest night. Yeah. Cut a de- he cut a deal. He is going to be the VP. Yeah, I don't doubt that. Or some big important position. Hollywood loves him. Sure. Because he's gay. <laughs> Man, if you spend five minutes looking into this motherfucker, five fucking minutes- <laughs> Having said that, yeah. Sanders Warren, you think that could happen? I've run it by some people and they said no fucking way. Like can't happen or I wouldn't that no, that it won't happen. Support that, it with a party in the streets. That Warren has has burned that bridge. Uh doubtful. Doubtful that she burned the like bridge? bridge. Correct. I Sanders doesn't seem like a grudgy kind of guy. No. I agree with that, but I really don't see it happening. I would be no. very surprised if that were to happen. Nope. Stacking a hat on top of a hat doesn't improve his ticket. What about Sanders? Stacey Abrams. Sure. You think that's a good lock? That would make sense, yeah. People I, love Stacey Abrams. Yeah. yeah. She's the Absolutely. head of the DNC currently, isn't she? No. Stacey yeah. Abrams, uh, she's running some kind of voter protection shit down in Georgia right now. Okay. After what happened to her. Mm. What about Sanders? Yay. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Sure. But I, the- uh, He's on CNN now. The Stacey Abrams Sanders is a winning ticket. I like that. A lot. Certainly get the black vote out for him. Mm. Yeah. And he needs that help. I don't know why black yeah, people don't like him. A, I don't get it. I don't know. He's fought for them for decades. Well, did you guys see us, that but... speech that guy did for Biden? Mm. Oh, my God. It was amazing. <laughs> he's some leader in something down there, or he's in the government somewhere, and he told a story about Joe, and he was crying, and I was almost crying, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to vote for Joe. <laughs> it was that yeah. convincing. That's pretty convincing. <laughs> Yeah. Just so you know, you are going to vote for Joe. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Shut up, asshole. I'm <laughs> Sorry. I'm voting no. My next vote will be for Mr. Bernard Sanders on April 28th. That <laughs> yeah, seems to yeah, be a true I mean, story. Right before tonight, everybody's coming, trying to get all their establishment folks in line. Barack's out there saying vote for Biden. The Clintons are like, vote for Biden. It's all... It's all coming together very nicely. After he crushed it in South Carolina, he's unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. this is the this is the true race. <laughs> all that other shit that happened before, nothing. I would like to mention. Uh, Jeff said the electability talk is weird. Hmm. Any of them can win if people get out and fucking vote, and that is absolutely true. And the other thing I wanted to mention is <laughs> Dustin in Discord had earlier mentioned that where he votes, they had run out of the I voted today stickers because of the amount of people turning out to vote in this primary. They said that it's more people have been voting in this primary than in previous general elections. Yeah. So, but Ray, the youth turnout is not what it was in 2016, and that's Bernie Sanders' fault. But uh, what? <laughs> First, I don't agree with that because I, even with that, where where he talked to people, they said that the number of people between eighteen and twenty four was through the roof. And how would it be Bernie's fault? <laughs> I don't know because he said that there was going to be bigger youth turnout, and it was the same. And so he sucks. <laughs> More of the youth vote for Bernie than 
anybody else. Do you watch these interviews off with him? What did, <laughs> did anybody see the debate? How every question is when it comes to Sanders is like a very accusatory question. Yeah. And not like, hey, how are you going to do this? To be like, nobody thinks you can do this. Yeah. Tell us why you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so f- anyway, Bloomberg has seven delegates. Four of them are from American Samoa. So that's weird. He, he bought them an above brown pool over there. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I've been seeing some deep dives on that motherfucker too. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> have you seen this? This like uh, some private white ass guy club or something with rich people in New York City. You know what I'm talking about? There are many to pick from. (laughs) Well, it's whatever one he's part of, Mm. where they do, like, these stage shows and barbershop quartet shit, and uh, there's one where they're like, hey, Mike, where are you gonna go? And he opens up an umbrella, and he starts to fly away like Mary Poppins, and he's like, I'm gonna go to Massachusetts, and I'm gonna go to here, and maybe I'll teach the whole country to behave! And I was like, what? (laughs) Behave? It's just total shit show all around, man. <laughs> he is. I yeah. I I listen to worst week ever every week, Jeff. Ah, <laughs> uh, so right now, as of this 10 p.m. on Tuesday night, Biden is at 280 delegates. Sanders is at 167 delegates. Buttigieg is still third with 26, even though he's not running. Bloomberg wow. and Warren both have 17. Bloomberg can't beat a guy who's not in the race anymore. Right. Yeah. Wait, how many does Biden have? 290, you said? 280. 280? What? Damn, my stuff is not up to date. Yeah, 280 is what I'm showing. Well, California hasn't come in yet, have they? No, neither is Texas. The California polls don't close for an hour. Neither is Massachusetts or Maine or Minnesota. Utah's about to start coming in, but... I have a quick question for Jeff. Jeff, since you listen to the same podcast I do, and I got a good chunk of my Pete news from there, do you think that Pete Buttigieg is a scumbag like I do? (laughs) 1,000%. One thousand percent. Thank you. <laughs> well, you right, go. but this is the same listener who believes that the will of the people and getting out to vote means something. <laughs> well, it does mean something. It just doesn't mean everything. It's the- it means less than it once did. Yeah, unfortunately. A thousand percent less. <laughs> hey, listen. I know a lot more people who are voting in primaries and shit than ever before. So mm. yeah, some, it just makes people for that. pay attention. That's a good thing. <laughs> Actually, this could seriously backfire if all these people finally get up and vote, and then Donald Trump is still president. They'll be like, "What's the fucking point?" And they'll never vote again. Yeah, that is absolutely true. Or they'll be rioting in the streets. One of the two. All right. Well, as I mentioned, it's already ten o'clock. So let me hit these other things real quick. Uh, a Texas police officer. Uh, He is a senior member of an anti-government group. They call themselves the Oath Keepers. They say they have an insider's perspective. (laughs) They're trying to get ex-cops, ex-military to join. Uh, They are an organization that is a right-wing... Some people, some organizations have called them a racist anti-government militia. And they are organizing to... Take back the country if necessary. From from who? Um, from their own statements, I would say the, they are trying to take it back from the left-wing liberals. Ah. That, what are they talking about? They're guys in charge. Right, they're, but in November. Oh, in, in oh, anticipation so of Libra crap winning. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that is uh, very American. Yeah. And following the process that we've laid down to elect our president. Yeah. 
And, uh, and slightly alarming. Yeah. It's, I think, a little bit more than slightly. The Anti-Defamation League described the Oath Keepers as a growing anti-government extremist group. Avowed purpose is to enlist current or former military police and first responder personnel in order to uh, oppose tyrannical governments. Hmm. The Southern Poverty Law Center uh, says that the entire organization is based on a baseless conspiracy theory about the federal government wanting to destroy the liberties of Americans. Those Democrats trying to give them health insurance. Did Trump give them all medals? <laughs> Wait for it. Uh, so, yeah, in the one thing that he wrote, he says, uh, to go armed at all times and all places and be ready for it when the attack, the attack, when the attack comes, he says, prepare for the worst, a wave of left-wing terrorism targeting conservatives, libertarians, Christians, police, military, veterans, and anyone left on the right or part of the system. Hmm. Holy crap, there's 30,000 of them. Yep. Yeah, good for them. There's more of us. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, go get your guns. Well, I hope you got a lot of bullets. They do. They have all those things. I just left wing terrorism. Like yeah. other than the occasional speaker getting punched in the face by some goon from Antifa. Like what left wing terrorism uh, is is out there that we know about? <laughs> oh, Ian, you don't understand. If you say to the police, "Hey, could you stop shooting innocent people or unarmed people?" That you now hate cops. If you say that. So you're a terrorist and you want, oh, so you want just the police to be gone, huh? And if you say anything about the president, you must hate him, even though you do hate him. But that's true. We're allowed to hate him, though. (laughs) Yes, I guess. Yeah, like, and all, and when they say targeting conservative institutions, how do people, how are we targeting them? How are they determining? By giving them, making them bake cakes? Unlimited power? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Glenn Beck no longer has his show. Rush Limbaugh no longer has his show. They've been targeted. They've been uh, eliminated from speaking their minds, from uh, their First Amendment rights. By capitalism, because they didn't have advertisers. Right. Yeah. That's not that's not their argument, but yeah. My, my main concern is not just this one in Texas, but I've also heard rumors of people like this gathering in Pennsylvania here. Oh, that's not surprising. Yeah. Not incredibly, but it's worrisome. It's, you know. I mean, you worry about the virus, I'm going to worry about these crazy people with fucking guns. Okay. I'm we'll, not worried we'll divide about Divide and them. conquer the things we worry about. <laughs> hey, liberals! <laughs> go buy some fucking guns. That's all I can say. Got it. On it. Yeah. Go to Ray's house. Borrow a couple of his. <laughs> nope. Mine. Dustin, I'm sure you got some guns. <laughs> Jeff, you got any guns? Jeff, you don't Jeff seem like a gun guy. Yeah, nope. Jeff doesn't seem like a gun guy. Jeff has as many guns as I do, which is zero for his entire life. <laughs> Dustin doesn't need guns, isn't he? One of the world's strongest men. <laughs> yeah, but he was also in the military. I'm sure he's got he's yeah. got gun training. Mm. He's also got crushing people's skulls with his bare hand training. <laughs> exactly. This is why I need. I got to call the Sanders camp, and I got to get like get like Dustin in an ad, and my two friends Adam and Cole. Right. <laughs> To like walk into a room where a bunch of guys are talking about how climate change isn't real or Medicare for all is a bad idea and have them all walk in with fucking two by fours <laughs> and be like, tell me again why climate change isn't real. And then fucking just start smashing skulls <laughs> and then go Bernie 2020. Left wing terrorists. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if they're going to accuse you of something, you might as well do it. Is that the theory? No, because I'm sick of this. This like. Narrative running through their ranks that 
if you support any kind of liberal cause, you're like this soy boy cuck pussy guy. Like, I just see pictures constantly of, like, they'll find the weirdest dude in the world. They'll be like, typical liberal. This is the guy voting for Bernie Sanders. Like, I don't know where that came from, why they think they're the toughest and the best at everything. But we need some fucking bikers and shit and tough guys on our side to come out and just show up at a fucking rally with a climate change is real fucking banner over your bikes. <laughs> we, can't, we could just start trying the same nonsense as them. Yeah. Like, I mean, because they're, they're not. I mean, they're these are the same people that are like, oh, we're tough guys. You guys are a bunch of pussies. And then they won't get their way. And they'll be like, oh, we're victims. They're trying to oppress us. They're hurting us. Like how they they they're all things at all times. They're just weak. They're just loud dum dums. Yeah, that's why I'm saying we lure them in with a tough guy narrative on our side, and be like, "Hey, you can come over here and kick ass too, and be a tough guy and believe in climate change because it's fucking real." <laughs> <laughs> loud dum dums, 2020. <laughs> uh, in any case, a uh, couple quick state news. Uh, some good news over in Virginia. The lawmakers have sent a Virginia Values Act to the governor. The House passed the uh, well passed the House delegates on Monday, amended in the Senate, but uh, it is a sexual orientation and gender identity to be added to the anti-discrimination law. And uh, yeah, it's uh, being sent to the governor to be approved. So there you go. It seems like it would be approved because. Uh, the governor there was just elected, the Democrat, so good for Virginia. Yeah. And makes those, uh, some of those counties want to cede over to West Virginia even faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing, we mentioned a uh, the local Catholic diocese uh, seeking bankruptcy. Well, the one in Buffalo, Roman Catholic diocese, is seeking bankruptcy protection as well because of the lawsuits that have been filed against the diocese for abuse of children. Not too surprising, but... No. No. But it's a shame because it means that the victims will not get the money promised to them. Well, not necessarily. I mean... Oh, they get a portion of it. Right. Really, I think it... I mean, yes, I, I would like to help support the victims, but I think the main thing is, is that the truth comes out and these... Mm. These churches, the diocese have to, they have to pay the penalty, whether it's not them paying the money. That's, yeah, that's, that's arguable. Right. If they, yes, you are correct. The stopping the abuse and having them exposed for what they've done is the most important. Right. Mm -hmm. Maybe a few more Catholics will question going to church every week. And giving them their money. Yeah. Yeah, if if all of these bankruptcies keep happening, as you guys know, when someone suggests doing something that costs money and I want to sound outraged, my claim is always, what am I, the Pope? (laughs) Suggesting, not anymore. That poor guy's broke. (laughs) They ran out of all the money because of all the child rape. I think you have to have to find a new guy to mock. I think Bloomberg. What am I, Bloomberg? What am I, Bloomberg? (laughs) Trying to run for president? I hear about him enough. I don't need it there, too. Yeah, I don't want to promote him until yeah. he's out of the race. How about Steyer? He's lower key. Annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like Tom Steyer. <laughs> he, seemed yeah. he seemed like a real nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he wasted a quarter billion dollars on uh, running for president. How does that go? Yeah. Uh, just think what you could do with that money. <laughs> yeah. Final story. San Francisco. A pair of married doctors 
are facing federal charges for a scheme to conceal their income. So these doctors, who are in their 60s, they have been having their patients pay them by writing checks to some sort of gold gold and silver <laughs> coin shops, and then they would take the gold and deposit it under different names or entities, and they are hiding the revenue, and they would hmm. pay for their rent with cash and do the professional business and do it completely under the radar of the IRS. Well, so they thought. <laughs> they are looking at uh, – so they converted $4 million of their revenue to gold and silver coins within wow. a seven-year period. And they are looking at five years in prison and a fine of $250,000 plus restitution. So Why did this taxes. make my news? Uh, because, of course, these two doctors practice alternative medicine. Oh, oh damn it. I thought you were going to tell me Trump let them off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't figure out why they were dealing – why they were cash doctors. It didn't make any sense. Now it makes sense. Because they didn't right, want to Right, because I was taxes. also going to go, man, if my doctor tells me to write him out a check to fucking getgold.com, I'd be like, I don't think I'm coming back here, man. Yeah, this doesn't make any sense. Right. It makes so sense. again, when you call them doctors, are mm. you winking and I can't see you because you're on a microphone? <laughs> well, I'm not sure. The article the same way chiropractors are doctors. <laughs> I'm winking. You can't see me. I'm on a microphone. <laughs> I was going to ask because you did sound like you were doing the I'm making air quotes mm. <laughs> thing at one point because you're like these Doctors. <laughs> I'm a doctor of Reiki. I didn't even mean to be doing that. I just, I guess I couldn't keep that out of my voice. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't – as far – the article refers to them as doctors multiple times and doesn't give me any detail on their actual background, so I, I have no <laughs> idea. But they were practicing uh, different things that are fall under alternative medicine. So, yeah, I, I have no idea if these people are even actual doctors. But apparently that's not a problem because they weren't handing out real medicine. They were just handing out, you know, pseudoscience nonsense. Um, the problem was the hiding of $4 million from the Internal Revenue Service. Was the gold and silver part of their medical practice, and that's why they needed to keep investing in, into these coins because they were melting them down and making people shut oh, them up their ass? Oh, because that silver—the silver is what protects you from the coronavirus. Mm. Right. Well, yes. according to Jim Baker, that is true, but it that that doesn't work. I I don't know. I believe it was all just financial stuff, like their they website. were taking the gold and silver. So they just didn't want to pay taxes. Yeah. Yeah. Their, their website yeah. is still up in Brunick, so <laughs> all they really had to do was keep track of the money, pay taxes, and they'd mm. been fine. Like, there would have so been any problem. $2 million instead of four. Wow. Oh, you can get an ozone colonic from them. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> that was the best part of the story was when you started reading it and Ian made that little goofy laugh <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> oh, no. Was that this story? There was one you just started and Ian, all of a sudden I hear you go, hee-hee. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I agree with Jeff. You can get an ozone colonic. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was the last story I got. Does anybody have anything else? No, sir. Negative. Yet. Well, then that's all we're going to have. I uh, want to thank everyone for listening, especially our patrons, for supporting the podcast and for those of you who could join us tonight. If you enjoy the podcast, you could join us as well. Patreon page, sign up, 
Join us on Discord. Uh, if you can't do that, you could also share the podcast on social media, leave a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you happen to listen. And uh, again, if you have something that you'd like for us to talk about, post it to our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. Uh, also, I would like to suggest you check out other shows that are on the Soon To Be Named Network, of which we are a part. You can find them all at SoonToBeNamedNetwork.com, shows devoted to comics, movies, TV video games, whatever you happen to be into. How's that wing show going? I have no idea. <laughs> For some reason, I had thought that as well. I should check on it. All right, again. You know me. I'm, I'm always trying to start a fight with somebody in our network. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that is true, isn't it? There's oh, yeah. a trend with I'm you. Still coming, I'm still coming for fresher and parlance. Okay. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you.